My dearest travelista, welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Tyra Andre. And in this specific podcast episode, we are still in our 56 days of traveling. Okay. So the last time that we talked, we probably were in Singapore or Bali or India, but listen, this time we went to Dubai. And so you guys already know we've been to Dubai several times, like several, several times. And I love Dubai. And I will say, listen, I will say that Dubai is it's a little bit hot if you go during the summer. However, if you go to Dubai between, let's say, November to April, March, it's beautiful. We've been to Dubai a total of three times. And so not this time, but um, the last time we went, um, we went this year, it was in March and the weather was about 70 degrees. It had a cool breeze. You need like a light jacket. I love Dubai. I love Dubai. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about the things that we did when we were in Dubai for the third time. Okay. So on this specific uh, trip to Dubai, we had a travel agent familiarization trip. And so it was a travel agent fam trip. And so it was me and a bunch of my travel agents. We got together to do a tour. You know, we visited, uh, you know, properties and stuff like that. But Dubai was amazing. And so uh, on this trip, you know, going through the airport, it was not a lot of people at customs. And I would usually rush and buy Mar Harbor. But uh, Mar Harbor, I will stop and say, Mar Harbor is a service that's um, offered there in the Dubai International Airport, but uh, I forgot to buy it. And so what it does, it kind of fast tracks you through customs and, you know, they'll come pick you up from your gate and take you straight through the customs. But I forgot to purchase it. We were flying from India and I totally forgot to purchase it. I forgot to purchase it. And I was so afraid. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Marhaba. I need to, you know, it was literally within 24 hours. I was trying to purchase it and the website would not let me purchase it. So I got to the airport. I mean, I kind of, I recommend, I do recommend Marhaba if you've never been through the um, Dubai airport, because it's a huge airport. And so depending on the level of service that you purchase, they will come and pick you up from your, your terminal. And they'll take you straight through customs. And then the line is like super duper, duper, duper short. You know, you go through this really, you know, small line, like it's a basically skip ahead line. And then they'll take you all the way to get your bags. And then they'll take you to um to your person that's going to be picking you up. So I do love that about Mar Harbor. But like I said, this time I forgot. But since I have been to the airport so many times, I found my way to customs and the line actually was not that long. I was super impressed that the line was not that long, being that it was, you know, right in the middle of July but we got through and you know the first day we kind of just just chilled a little bit we chilled a little bit by the time I got there um all, most of my um travel agents they were already there they found me in the lobby um I was just I was trying to sneak on through <laughs> I was hoping nobody saw us because we looked a mess you guys we had on our airport clothes and we were just tired we we flew from Bali to Singapore, then back to India just to get back to Dubai instead of taking a straight shot from um, from Bali to Dubai. We just we went right back, basically back how we came because, you know, it was it was cheaper to do it that way. And so we didn't mind. So we were fresh off of the flight from India and, you know. The layover wasn't really that long, but we were looking a mess <laughs> and they found us um, in the lobby. We were just checking in. They're like, oh my gosh. And so it was, it was really nice to see all of my travel agents. But um, I do recommend if you guys are traveling and you're super, super tired and you know you want to go into the hotel room as soon as you get there. And if, if it's before check-in, I do recommend 
to go ahead and book the um, book for the night before. So let's say that you're scheduled to be in, let's say Dubai on July the 20th, but your flight lands at mm, nine o'clock in the morning. Check-in is not usually until about three o'clock. So how you get around that, most of you guys are probably already know, but how you get around that is you book for the 19th. So if you're going to be in Dubai for the 20th and you book for the 19th, guess what? You're going to be able to go straight into your hotel room versus having to wait until check-in time, just like everybody else. So that's one of my tips, you know, about getting into any hotel earlier. Just book for the day before. Let them know that you're going to be on a, um, a, a, a early morning arriving flight and they'll just mark your account so that nothing is canceled out because they think that you're a no-show. So that's what we did on the very first night. Um, we ate at the seafood restaurant uh, upstairs, the very first, very first night. And the, yeah, the very first night. And it was absolutely amazing. When we were there in Dubai, we stayed at the Sheraton Grand. And I highly recommend this place. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Um, it's right next to the Metro. You can get almost anywhere from there. And then, so that's what we did on the first night. And so on the second night, what do we do on the second night? On the second night, it wasn't time for us to start our tour. So we kind of chilled a little bit. We chilled a little bit. And then, so, you know, on the, the next night, we did go to the Burj Khalifa. Now, if you guys don't know anything about the Burj Khalifa, listen, it is the world's tallest building, like literally the tallest building in the world. But check this out. Dubai is a place of world records. They have so many different world records. And so they are planning to build another building. Well, actually, they're in the process of building something else that is way taller than um, the Burj Khalifa. Way, way taller. So if you guys are in Dubai, I recommend visiting the Burj Khalifa. So that's what we did um, when we we're there. And so we also visited, um, ah, we visited when, at night, we visited the Dubai Glow Park. It was so cute. Super, super, super cute. And it's just something to do. It was actually bigger than I thought it would be, to be honest. Like, I was tired. I was tired on that night. And, you know, we got there. It was a, a breeze going, but Dubai Glow Park. I will highly, highly recommend this. Even if you're not traveling with children, I highly recommend the Dubai Glow Park, okay? So that's that. Uh, transportation, when it comes to Dubai, they do have Uber, and I highly, highly, highly recommend using Uber. Um, Dubai is a very, very safe place. You know, they have cabs, you know, just like any other place, but to be honest, I trust Uber more than I trust, you know, anything else when it comes to transportation. And one thing that I would recommend when it comes to Uber, if you plan on putting any Uber cash on your account, do not do this until you get to Dubai. So you can still have your credit card connected to your Uber account. But as soon as you get to Dubai, instead of it being like USD dollars, it'll automatically be AED. And so you'll log into your Uber account. And if, you know, if you by chance put money on your Uber account, like, you know, you uploaded some money to your Uber account so you didn't have to use your credit card, guess what? It's going to be not there, like literally not there at all. And that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> I put some money on my Uber account and it wasn't there. I'm like, where's my money? But it was in the US side. You know, so when you go over to Dubai or any of these other foreign countries that accept Uber, you have to wait until you get over there to transfer money from your credit card to uh, to your Uber account. And then so Uber is, you know, even if you're in another country, if you're worried about your, your bank flagging your card or something like that because you're using Uber in another country, it's not really how it works. You know, Uber, you know, how they process stuff, it's like usually through like U.S., so 
Um, don't worry about that. But if you do want to put money on your account, you know, for, for use of when you're out of the country, listen, wait until you're out of the country to do it because the money that you put in, in your account in the U.S., it's not going to be in your account once you touch down, okay? And so some people say, hey, Tyra, you know, should I take money, you know, or should I use, use my credit card? Listen, I always recommend use your credit card. Use your credit card when you're over there and make sure it's one that doesn't have any foreign transaction fees. And so as you're swapping your card, guess what? Instead of paying in USD, pay in AED. Pay in the local currency when you get over there because some of them may, you know, exchange the money some of the credit, their credit card machines may have a higher price for transferring it to a lot higher price than normal from tra transferring it to their local currency to um, USD. So that's what I recommend. I always recommend just take your credit card, take your credit card and use that credit card. You know, let your bank know that you're going to be out of the country because they will flag your account and then you're going to have to call them and try to figure out exactly what happened. Okay. But they already, know, you know, you know what happened, but they don't know what happened. So, you know, that's this is a hassle in itself. And so you, you could get one of the cards that that don't necessarily require you to call. Like Chase is one of them. I've never had to call Chase and say, hey, Chase, I'm going to be international. They I don't know, but I've never had to call like they 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 monitor things. But I guess they you know, they know your records and stuff. And so I, I've never had to worry about that when it came to, to chase. Right. And so back to our adventure. OK, so on our tour day, we started our tours. And so on one of the tour days, um, we did do a desert safari. And so we did ATV riding. We did the four by four dune ride. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's where you're in like a four by four truck and you're just going up and down inside of the sand dunes inside of the desert and that was a lot a lot of fun <laughs> that was a lot of fun and I did find out if that if I found out that if you sit in the front seat the very front seat with the driver you won't feel all of the the humps and bumps as much so if you get motion sickness guess what you probably should be sitting in the front with the driver so that you don't feel as much as everybody else is feeling but it was super fun the kids enjoyed it I always enjoy it and then after that we did um there was like a belly dancer show a fire dancer and then you know of course a barbecue there were camels there and so you know if you got there early enough you could stand in line and ride a camel and so that was really, really, really fun. And also included in this tour day, we did get henna. So we all got henna on our hand. It was, well, I don't have it now, of course, because it's been a while ago, but we did get henna, okay? And then, so on the other days, what we did was um, we went to, let's see, we did the, the safari. We did, oh, we went to Abu Dhabi. Oh my gosh. So it was my second time in Abu Dhabi. And Abu Dhabi is so beautiful at, over at the Grand Mosque. So, so, so beautiful. And so when we went to Abu Dhabi, they had this thing in place as far as the COVID vaccination. Um, You didn't necessarily have to be vaccinated to go over to Abu Dhabi. But what you would need was a COVID test to get over to Abu Dhabi. And it had to be a PCR test. And so if you were vaccinated, well, it had to be a PCR test that was taken within um, 14 days if you are vaccinated. And then if you're not vaccinated, it had to be taken within um, like uh, 24 to 48 hours. That's just their rules. I don't make them up. But listen, we did go ahead and, you know, and get our test because it had been more than 14 days before we um I, we had our test because we were vaccinated. But, you know, that's another story. But oh, my gosh, the Grand Mosque in Dubai. I'm sorry, Grand Mosque in Abu Dhabi. 
so beautiful. When I say so beautiful, it's one of the most beautiful mosques that I've ever seen in my life. So, so, so beautiful. And so one thing that I do want to say about visiting Abu Dhabi and visiting the Grand Mosque is that you're going to have to cover up. Your hair is going to have to be covered up. You're going to have to have, you know, long sleeves. So I recommend getting a hijab and a habaya. And so if you've ever seen any of my pictures and, you know, we're at the, the Grand Mosque, my hair is covered up and then I have like on a long, um, a long gown. And so you can kind of sort of dress it up however you want to. You can even buy these things from Amazon before you get there if you want to. So we actually had ours from our previous trips and, you know, we just wore that and the pictures were just, were just as beautiful. And so after we left the Grand Mosque, we did go out for lunch. We had some lunch and, you know, we just went, you know, stopped by a few other places on the way um, from Abu Dhabi. So we did do that. That was really, really, really beautiful. And so that's what we did. So we did the, um, the, the safari, we did the, um, the next day we did the Dubai city tour. And so on the Dubai city tour, I mean, I visited Dubai before, but you know, on the Dubai city tour, you know, we just visited all of the different sites that are there in Dubai that are, you know, important to, you know, the culture, you know, and, you know, important to visit as a tourist when you're there. So we visited um, a palace, we visited, you know, we, we even, we took a water taxi, you guys. And so it wasn't my first time taking a water taxi. It was my second time, but it's always super cool to jump on a water taxi and go from one side of the Dubai Creek to the other side of it. So um, yeah, I would recommend doing that. It'll get you a real nice feel of, you know, how the locals travel around from one side of the Creek to the other. They just jump on a water taxi. So we jumped on the water taxi and then we visited the, the gold soups of Dubai. And so when I tell you the, the gold soups of Dubai, that when I, there's so many gold shops, so many gold shops, so many, so many, so many. And so one of my favorite things to do while we're there, the gold soups, the, um, the soups, the gold soups of Dubai is to get some camel milk ice cream, you guys. Camel milk ice cream is so delicious. I know it may sound weird, but I, I mean, it's worth the try. It was delicious. I mean, I think it tastes better than ice cream if you ask me, but camel milk ice cream, and they have so many different flavors there. So yes camel milk ice cream and then so there at the gold soups of dubai i think it's at gate two you will see the the largest gold ring in the world like it's huge it's huge 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 the largest largest gold ring in the world okay and so while you're in dubai you're, they're going to take you to a few shops herb shops you know you can find some vitamins there you could find so many different teas to you know help with this or help with that while you're at the gold soups, you can even find your um, hijabs and your habayas, you know, if you're going to be um, going to Abu Dhabi. So um, depending on when you're there, when you, you know, go on the tour of the gold soups, hey, listen, that's a good place to find your habayas and your hijabs versus going to the mall. At the mall, everything is way more expensive, like way more expensive. So, you know, it's really up to you and your shopping style, but I recommend the gold soups to find, you know, dresses and, you know, habayas and hijabs. So we did do that. So Dubai is amazing. Dubai is one of those places that I will always visit. Like I'm probably going to be visiting Dubai maybe about once a year. I'm going to be running group trips to Dubai about once a year as always. And so I see myself going to Dubai maybe about once per year. And so if we decide to go to the Maldives, maybe in March, like we did this year, then I'll be visiting Dubai again once we go, you know, through the Maldives, because for most flights, you have to go through Dubai in order to get to the Maldives anyways. And so it makes no sense to go through Dubai without having a stopover in Dubai. So if you guys 
ever, ever, ever planning on going to the Maldives, guess what? Do a stopover in Dubai. Three, four night stopover. And, you know, it's not, it shouldn't cost anything extra to do a whole stopover. I mean, depending on the airline, I'll take that back. Depending on the airline, it won't cost much to do a stopover um, in Dubai. But Dubai was a blast. I love Dubai. It's one of those places that I'll always, always, always want to visit. The food's amazing. The culture is amazing. There's so many different things to do. If you go there to the mall um, where the Burj Khalifa is, there's so many different things to do in that mall. They have the Dubai Aquarium that's there. That You could take tours of the Burj Al Arab. If you guys don't know anything about the Burj Al Arab, that is the world's only seven-star rated hotel, well, I'm sorry, resort in the world. Like this thing is fancy. Like when we were there in March, we did a property inspection of it. And it was absolutely breathtaking. Like each and every room has upstairs and downstairs. Like where do they do this at? They do that at the Burj Al Arab. Like if you see gold at the Burj Al Arab, guess what? It's real, real gold. It's not like just gold paint. No, it's real gold. And so if you're ever there at the Burj Al Arab, listen, try some 24 karat gold cappuccino coffee. If you got the kids with you, they have the 24 karat gold hot chocolate for the kids. But I recommend putting some sugar, put some sugar in, in the kids, uh, hot chocolate, because, you know, they, they, they take less sugar than, you know, us normal Americans. So put some sugar in it, but it's a really, really good experience. They only serve, you know, the 24 karat gold at, um, tea times. So check on that before you just go up there and you can't just walk in the Burj Al Arab. I will say that. You're going to have to either be um, someone that has a reservation there. You're going to have to even either have an appointment there or you can book a separate tour of the Burj Al Arab. So we had an appointment. We had a property inspection with one of the sales managers there. So it was beautiful. So book your tour of the Burj Al Arab if you guys ever want to experience the Burj Al Arab. But there's so many. I, I'm, I'm not catching everything. You know, we went to Jamaria Beach. It's so many different things to do in Dubai, but... It's, I mean, I could talk for forever. You got the Museum of the Future to do there in, the, in Dubai. There's so many different things to do while you're in Dubai. But those are a few things that we did in Dubai. The experience was beautiful as usual. The people are so nice. <laughs> they love seeing us. I can't, I can't, I never have, I don't have anything bad to say about Dubai. Like never, like Dubai is one of the places that I feel the most safest. And I've visited a few places and Dubai and I would say Dubai and Bali are the two places that I feel the safest, like the most safest out of all of the places we've ever been. So if you guys have any questions about Dubai, guess what? I'm always here to answer them for you. Hit me up at info at mommyandwetravels.com or you guys can shoot us a text message at 813-GO-1-FLY-2 or if you want that translated, that's 813-461-3592. That's going to wrap it up for this specific episode. We are still in our 56 days of traveling. And this was our adventure to Dubai and what we did. It was super fun. Listen, don't forget to get Marahaba if you um you go through Dubai. Uh, it's a really, really great service, especially if you have kids. It's a pretty big airport and it'll take you straight through customs, like straight, straight through customs. Before you go to Dubai, I highly recommend you look up 
um, their rules for the country. And, you know, because just because you're American, that doesn't mean that you can just go over there and do American things. Okay. So there's a lot of things that are not acceptable over in Dubai that's acceptable over in the United States. So get caught up on, you know, your rules for Dubai, what to do, what not to do. So I do recommend that. So that's going to wrap up this specific podcast episode. Like I said, if you have any questions, just ask me. So until our very next podcast episode, bye, Travelista, bye.